think again, my friend. Episode 6. Hair. Contains explicit content. What are you listening to for the next half hour? Think again, my friend. The panel game podcast for the curious American. This episode, Hair. The, the two of you will have to pass the mic back and forth, I'm afraid. Or do it, you know, Mick and Keith style, cheek to cheek the whole time. <laughs> I don't think they ever did that. I've seen it. That's hot. Uh, the guys from Van Halen did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was not hot. The guys from Van Halen did Mike, Mick and Keith, is that? <laughs> Probably. I don't no know. One no, just David Bowie. I don't Bowie. know if that's hot or not. I'd have to actually see the tape. <laughs> nice segue into hair, though. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's Think Again, My Friend, the podcast um, that doesn't have anything else that it is. It's, you know, if it were, you know, Think Again, My Friend, the movie or something, <laughs> I would feel justified in putting it that way, but it's not. It's the podcast and it always has been. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Sugarbaker. Well, the panelists introduce themselves to my left. I'm Brendan Atkins and I'm a plague-bearing yeti. Uh, our special guest with us from sunny Alaska, California. Yeah. Uh, Jess Rude. Um, yeah, I'm here and McCurdy said... Uh, We'd only be shooting from the waist up, so sorry about the no pants thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, my name is uh, Kristen McCurdy, and I'm here because um, this is my house. <laughs> and once again, I'm Mark Bergo, and uh, I'm working on marketing the Think Again, My Friend, the Flamethrower. Uh-huh. You can point it somewhere else. <laughs> uh, our topic uh, this show is hair. Uh, not the musical. That was one popular guess. I actually am going to disallow any questions about the musical. Shit. Yeah, oh, thanks for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want, because hair itself is just so fascinating. And uh, I think we've, we're going to learn a lot tonight. So. I'm going to start you here. What is the origin of the term rat's nest? Of course, this term, uh, if anyone hasn't heard it, it refers to, you know, having crazy, mussed up hair. Uh, does it, because it looks like a nest a rat makes? That is a, a common guess, but it's more specific. Well, I'll go, we'll go multiple choice. Um, is is the origin, here's um, three choices. Is the origin the phenomenon uh, in, in natural science of the rat king, which I hope I don't have to explain <laughs> because it's terrifying? Um, it's only terrifying if it's real, Mike. Yeah, no, it is. It is supposedly happens that you know several rats who live with each other in cramped quarters get their tails permanently like coiled together, mm-hmm. such that a, until they are eaten by the albino alligator in the sewers of New York City. Yeah, I for some reason I find the the Rat King uh, thing more plausible. <laughs> I, I think that actually happens with Reed students and their dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> So, so is it was it a, first a comparison to the phenomenon of the rat king? Was it the tendency of early hair pomades to be made of animal fats that went rancid, rancid and attracted vermin over uh, over long periods? It is way way more terrifying than a rat king. <laughs> the, uh, the ladies of Venice liked to uh, tease their hair up for the rats specifically. Not- <laughs> <laughs> or was it uh, an early variation on the, of course, uh, famous? Uh, the the Baltimore treasure uh, the the beehive hairdo 
a variation on it in which certain strands of the coiled hair were left to droop uh, slightly apart from the main structure at intervals of a couple of inches. I'm going to hope that it's the Rat King. Yeah? See? I have to answer. You have to get the mic. Yes. Uh, I have to get the mic. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with uh, uh the C. <laughs> You're gonna go with the beehive variation. Uh, I'm gonna go with D. It's a variant of a crow's nest, but only for disreputable ships. <laughs> That's a little off the radar. Um, all right. Uh, the answer is B. The answer is B. Um, women uh, in this is the birth of the hairdresser that we're talking about in the age of Marie Antoinette in uh, in Paris, and suddenly everybody wanted to have these huge, expensive hairstyles, which they would keep for like a couple of weeks because they were so expensive. And the pomades were made of animal fats, and they did attract vermin after a while. And, and somebody whose whose hair uh, do was showing its age was referred to as having a rat's nest. So you're saying that people would just be walking down the street with their rancid hairdos, and rats would come flying out of the they air. They would not attack. at all be walking down the street. That is for commoners. <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> all right. Um, but when you're riding in the coach and you lean back too far. Oh, I see. Um, I, I, I do have to add to that, though, that having a live bird nesting in your hair was not, was not like the worst thing you could do for yourself in terms of fashion and respect. Oh no, yeah, this was the age where it's on the books that uh, a, an actual bird cage would be built into your hairdo your hair. on purpose. Yeah, you're saying yeah. we should put a bird on it. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what is Rapunzel syndrome? Is that when you refuse to cut your hair because you you refuse to cut your hair? Curiously, it's not. Uh, and that would have been my guess as well. Is it when your hair will not stop growing yeah. ever? Wow. Uh, that would be kind of awesome and, and disturbing. Did anybody see the peanut butter solution? <laughs> that movie what? haunted me for years yes. because I wasn't sure if it was real. Yeah. I thought okay, I, thought I, I, I had about a fever this. What on earth is this? Okay. Yeah, it's a made-for-TV movie. I'm pretty sure it was made for TV. Yeah, I think it was made for TV. I forgot about this until just this moment, or else I would have written it down. <laughs> but okay, so it was a made-for-TV movie, and it was about a kid who had cancer, presumably. So he had chemo. He lost all of his hair, and there was nothing that could make him grow his hair back. So he r runs but, into these like gypsies or something. These these crazy. Yeah, and they tell him, they tell him about a recipe that will help him grow his hair back, and yeah. it involves just peanut butter and like mashed up flies and stuff. Yeah, and he's yeah. trying to make it. And at one point, he gets caught by his parents. He's like, "I'm not gonna drink it," but they flush it down the toilet anyway. Okay. What the? And hell? then <laughs> and then he puts it on his head, really and his hair grows and grows and grows and it grows and growing. grows for the rest of the movie. And they like use him as like a hair producing human in a factory, I think. Yes. 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 <clears throat> it, I seriously thought this was a fever dream for years. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I think you guys just made this up in some sort of twisted improv performance art. I really do, which I encourage. Um, but okay, I'm gonna make this. I guarantee choice. you, it's on Wikipedia. It turns yes. out Rapunzel syndrome is a psychological syndrome, not no. a physiological one. I'm gonna make this multiple choice. Is it? Um, oh, one of these is physical, but it's the result of a psychological <laughs> syndrome. Um, is it the case of a large hairball in the stomach 
developing a tail that extends further down the digestive tract. I hope so. That's awesome. Jesus God, no. <laughs> That's so not awesome. That's not okay. Would that be that, like a... It's creepy and It's a hair tapeworm is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> An anal ponytail? <laughs> no. God. It's like a pipe. That actually was a hair metal band. <laughs> is it, is it uh, B, the fear of cutting one's child's hair? and or an obsession with lengthening it, sometimes incorrectly called Rapunzel by proxy syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> or is it a dysfunction of the hair follicles after hair has been forcefully but slowly pulled out? Two of these are physiological. I fucked up. Gosh, I don't know. I just feel like whatever you read, I am, I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since I kind of gave it away. Um, is it B, be B, Mike? Right? Is it B? It's got to be B. You can tell us. It We're is A. Upstairs. It is A. Whoa. <laughs> it's the oh anal ponytail. <laughs> it is the result of somebody who is obsessed with eating their own hair. Oh, gross. Uh, or I suppose it could be the result of eating someone else's hair, but that wasn't on the books. So it's as well as trichotillomania. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, yeah. Well, it's basically <laughs> making a bezoar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a hair bezoar uh, that, <laughs> that develops a, a strand. Raise your hand if you knew about Beezwords before Harry Potter. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, raise your hand if that's why you don't know what Beezwords are. <laughs> it's a perfume. The- because you have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Dad. <laughs> um, should we take it to a challenge question now? Uh, who is prepared? Kristen looks prepared because she has a computer. Well, that's good because the questions that I wrote... Um, First two questions, three questions. It's the crazy cat lady lightning round. So there's only oh. one person that I can reasonably challenge okay. in this area. Um, Prune, Dermis, Epidermis, Bambi, Punky, and Paloma are all names of early specimens of what breed of cat, Jess? Can you please uh, repeat the names? Prune, Dermis, Epidermis, Bambi, Punky, and Paloma. Is it the Minx? A sphinx. What's that cat called? It's the sphinx. The one without any hair that looks like yeah. a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, right. What water right. bottles are my you next, yeah, wait, what? <laughs> My next hot was, water bottle. I, I forgot that you were going to be here tonight. So <laughs> the next question was, what is this breed's defining characteristic? Mm. Yeah. So allergies to cats are typically triggered by a protein called FELD1, which is found in what part of a cat's anatomy? It's the saliva, isn't it? It's the saliva and the sebaceous glands or skin. Oh, my God. So it's not so much that you're allergic to their fur. You're allergic to the fact that they lick themselves all the goddamn time. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, see, I was under, I had gotten some apparently bad information recently that uh, cats that have an undercoat of fur, like a shorter coat Mm -hmm. underneath mostly what you come in contact with, that that undercoat really uh, stimulates uh, allergies. Which that, may be the result of the glands thing. Yeah, mm. that may be the result of the glands thing. And I, I think that it probably varies depending on on the allergy too because some people just have a dander allergy. So cats and dogs would both be a problem for right. them. Well, I've, it, it's, I, <clears throat> during my lifetime, the blame for cat allergies has gone further up the chain. Like it started like, oh, people are allergic to cats. No, they're allergic to cat fur. No, mm-hmm. they're allergic to cat dander. No, right. they're allergic to cat saliva on the fur. No, they're allergic to cat digestive enzymes that make their way into the saliva onto the fur. It's eventually just going to be reach some er point. It's really the god of the gaps theory at work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, just to balance that out a little. Uh, 
<laughs> Maybe not even that much. What is a Pastor Troy? <laughs> Anybody know this one? I, I feel uh, I should be consulting Urban Dictionary. Uh, <laughs> I no, I just have an immediate image. My mind <laughs> well, we were talking about the Super Bowl and homoeroticism earlier. <laughs> That's just what comes to mind immediately. Like, he's a youth minister who really wants to help you play football. <laughs> a lot. Uh, it, it is a form of hairstyle. <laughs> I was down. way off. Does any, yeah, does anybody want to take a stab? <clears throat> like, it's got to be like a buzz cut. What kind of hairstyle? Like, like a duck's ass? Facial hair. Facial hair. Whoa. Oh, it's a John Waters mustache, isn't it? No, it's not. I believe that's uh, actually called the John Waters mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that it's a trimmed beard and goatee, but uh, but the but with no sideburns. You are alarmingly close. Um, okay, it, I'll give this away. It is essentially a Van Dyke. If people are familiar with this style of, of it, often no. un, often incorrectly called a goatee, which is it's what I used to have. It's the uh, it's just the mustache and around the chin. This is Mike's other inside. private use neck. But the hair underneath the chin is allowed to grow out. Oh, okay. that's a Pastor Troy. Apparently, it's named after a Southern uh, rapper. <laughs> Oh, right. Which I think might be the opposite of a crazy cat lady. <laughs> so That's what you think, but you just wait till this podcast. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Uh, which of the following techniques is not recommended on the greater than two web pages I was able to find on the subject? <laughs> which of the following is not recommended for removing nicotine stains from one's mustache? That happens? Uh, which yeah. is, oh, of course. <laughs> Not that I would know personally. I'm looking um, at the one smoker <laughs> in the room. All right. I, but I don't anymore. So, so <laughs> all right. On, on and yeah. had a mustache at the same time. I've seen it. Yes. <laughs> but you need gray hair to get the stain. Okay. Yeah, you need gray hair to get the stain. So um, that's, that's your big hint. So what are the so things which of, not Which of the following is not recommended on my small random sampling? <laughs> uh, brushing it with smoker's toothpaste. <laughs> uh, Clairol shimmer lights for gray hair. Mm. Or stopping smoking. <laughs> I was gonna go with shaving. Uh, <laughs> that was not recommended either. So I'm gonna I guess go you get a bonus point. There. I'm no. gonna go with stopping smoking. Okay. <laughs> shaving smoking would be as recommended as stopping smoking, which is never. So I'm gonna say that it is the toothpaste thing. But if you're ever reading a web page recommending that you brush your mustache with smoker's <laughs> toothpaste. <laughs> You, you found yourself in a dark corner. Of that's, that's that. I don't think yes. your life gets any lower than that. I, yeah, I, I want to say that that there's like a subclause of Rule Thirty Four in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what you think of, there's something there's on the internet. There's something on it telling you to brush but it with toothpaste. No yes, for every stupid problem you could ever invent, <laughs> rub toothpaste. Somebody on, there on is the internet is giving you it. bad advice. That is not the obvious solution of stopping smoking. There would be a brief pause. <laughs> but what was the answer? Oh, the, the answer is stopping smoking. <laughs> yeah. No, recommended. Nobody recommended that you stop smoking right. to address the problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, shall we, uh, Brendan, can you... Oh, I've got a challenge. Without a challenge question. Oh, yeah. Oh. What government-mandated hairstyle Ooh. led to the slogan, keep your hair and lose your head, or keep your head and cut your hair? Oh, uh, this has got to be in a Middle Eastern country. Uh, no, but close. No. It's not English. 
The, the okay. slogan was not in English. Oh, okay, okay. How can such a mellifluous uh, slogan come from a non-English speaking country? I know. I, I can't answer that. <laughs> you know, but you can't answer? Why are you holding it? I know that it's mellifluous. Okay. All right. <laughs> I actually, one of the other words, questions in my challenges uses the word mellifluous. Oh, is, it, is it the uh, Manchu Q? It is. Well done, oh, sir. Wow. Wow. What is wow. All right. Now I want Burgo to tell it. What is this? It is the uh, style uh, in, what is it? They start around the 17th, 17th century, century in China where the front of the head is shaved and the back goes into a long braided ponytail. Wow. Nice. It was when the uh, Manchurians had conquered the empire, the Qing dynasty, and the Han Chinese uh, typically just grew all their hair out. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were several defenses for doing so, but one of them was that's just the way we do it with our Han music and culture and, and customs. And, That's just uh, the way we do it with yeah. our Han. Yeah, man. Yeah. And the Manchurian said, uh, well, if you're doing that, then you're basically rebelling against the government. So we're going to kill tens of thousands of people for not having the right hair. Well, and, we, wow. you know, and ever since the, the Han took the lesson to be very culturally accepting. and <laughs> Yeah, that worked out well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to ask your follow-up with the uh, maliciousness? Oh, yeah. Uh, which of the, well, <laughs> this is a much simpler question. Which of the following mellifluous phrases did the crowd wisdom of Wikipedia select for its basic definition of hair? Is it A, follicular outgrowth? B, <laughs> carotenoid ectoproduct? C, Jared sucks my ball 666? <laughs> or D, filamentous biomaterial? Okay, so when I when I was looking up hair the other day to this do research for this then. question, <laughs> yeah, it actually was Jared sucks six six six, and I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> but, but that's kind of I don't know if that's what hair actually is because <laughs> Brendan edited that right. <laughs> I'm gonna go with A. You're gonna go with. Follicular, follicular outgrowth. Yes. Okay. I, I like that one. I think I have to go with A as well. You're so wrong. Filamentous biomaterial. <laughs> That's what it, the first four words of the Wikipedia definition of hair. <laughs> Wait, how many pages of talk are discussing whether that's the appropriate <laughs> first four words? I, I don't know. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I don't want to get into that rat's nest. How can people so obsessed with being more right than other people be so wrong? Well, and, and people wonder why only what 12% of Wikipedia editors are female. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <clears throat> um, we move on to Merkins. You're <laughs> <laughs> talking about real Merkins? What? Yes. yes. <laughs> Holy shit, yes. yes. you do. We are talking about real Merkins now, as, we, as you know, for any r- listeners who are unfamiliar. Uh, I would never dare to suggest that any of our panelists are unfamiliar. Uh, oh, no. A merkin is a wig for the crotch area. It, it is doesn't a, say crotch. It is a pubic wig. Um, what Used, is... Developed what? for what purpose? Oh, oh this... to hide syphilis sores amongst uh And also and in order to uh, avoid uh, pubic lice. Crabs. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. So you could now, shave, but then still have the wig. Oh, that makes that makes it all make more sense to me mm. as the the sort of high class product that it became. Yeah, that did not come up in my research. See, I always think of really? Merkin as you know the way uh, George Bush called real Americans. Yes, <laughs> Merka. Well, I think there was a very what, subtle irony in that. that never what, really yeah, and out. what most of my British friends still still 
refer to my countrymen and myself as. Yes, Merca and Merkins, the country based on the bobble. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, what is, and apparently my research was spotty, but we'll ask this anyway. What is the average price of a new Merkin oh, wow. from internet sources? Is it greater or less than $100 American? $89. <laughs> Your specificity is eerie. <laughs> Sorry. I watch a lot of prices, right? I mean, I, w- <laughs> I don't want to go over. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go a dollar. <laughs> that was a weird episode of The Prices Right. <laughs> I mean, I they suppose didn't it, air that one. They pulled it. Right. It, it, I mean, it has to vary depending on what your source hair for your merkin is. Um, well, the most common is nylon or human hair. Hope so. Locks yeah. of love. Uh, <laughs> that's that's not going to a kid with cancer. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to say it's over a hundred. I am too, because a wig, a good wig, is expensive. Yeah, and that's and that's it's got to be good. If that's you're not when be... you want to screw up. No, yeah. <laughs> but see, I, I'm thinking I can undercut this market if it's only a hundred dollars. But it's such a niche market, you know. I mean, yeah. I could probably only sell one you, every six months much, or so. Yeah. Do you know how much a good pair of stripper shoes costs? I mean, you know. Please don't call it a I'm niche. I'm sure you probably don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but strippers uh, don't need merkins. Well, all, all I've got no, here I'm is... No, I'm just saying that, you know, if you're, if you're in the industry, you're, you're going to invest in what all, you need, the tools All I'm trade. looking for is average price of a new merkin. Not is it, necessarily wait, is a good one. Wait, is there a used Yeah, there's not market? a big market in used <laughs> Well, are they like full no, on, like... You can get them in vending machines in Japan. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, freeze this. <laughs> Do they come in a shape? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can get like all a, kinds of custom ones. I just want to know, like, give me a range of like, size. Well, okay, well, crazy, like, multicolor custom nylon ones in, like, designs are over 100. Multicolor? <laughs> oh, yes. I believe, I believe those only exist for people who go to Burning Man. So, um, rainbow well, Merkins? When you see <laughs> the guy with the rainbow wig with the John 316 sign, you're saying the curtains so match the drapes. Yes, that's precisely <laughs> not, what we're not saying. Not say otherwise. Uh, the average price is about $40 in my research. Huh, really? Yeah. Huh. That seems affordable. I know, right? In the <laughs> entertainment budget, even. <laughs> um... I did my friend of mine on the other podcast that I give I do, up, you know, a couple <laughs> bottles of wine this month. <laughs> on the other podcast that I do, my friend uh, Stephen did once rap the phrase, I'm hard working like an alopecia merkin. <laughs> <laughs> Had to work that in there. All right. Nice. Um, is that okay. your pastor Troy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now, what is the second most common mm-hmm. hair used in natural hair merkins? Ah. Uh, Horse. Wait, after human, is that what you're implying? After human hair, yes. I, w- I would hope it's uh, cashmere. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. God, I talk would, about pickups. That's in the entertainment budget. <laughs> yeah. They can call it a cashmerican. Well, <laughs> exactly. I'm looking at Schuster right now, so you know where my mind is going with that. <laughs> so you're saying you want pussy hair yeah, on your pussy. pussy. I did not say that. <laughs> I, wow, if you told somebody you had a cashmere merkin and they would just hear you as saying cash American. So, um, well, it's got to be... A, the answer will horrify you. Are you ready for it? It's I, I want right? to answer first. Oh, oh, you want to guess. Okay. But now you're saying it's horrifying. I'm not sure I want to answer. Right. I was going to say it's got to be curly, so it's got to be like wool, right? It's, oh. The answer is apparently yak belly hair. Oh, it's actually soft. Yeah. It actually sounds a little bit weirdly endearing. Yeah. yeah. Not like hot, like like no, cashmere. That's no. like 
<laughs> yeah, cashmere would be awesome. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so family All right. Might be I wonder where I could find a pair of cashmere boxer beefs, briefs. <clears throat> <laughs> on me right now <laughs> <laughs> not for much longer <laughs> all right That's um right. right way to do it Kristen do you have any more uh, challenge questions oh yes I do all <laughs> yes, right I do. let's hit that all right so um next string of questions also kind of has a theme uh and it's things you do to your hair uh, yeah. So in 1795, the British government levied a tax of one guinea per year on what? Uh, hair flipping. Beards. <laughs> one guinea per year on, uh, I got nothing. Um, no, nothing. Barbers, uh, mustaches that are below the lips. Oh, <laughs> hair powder. Whoa. Yeah. That's why purchasable things would make more sense. (laughs) 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 Otherwise, it's just a ticketing offense. It's more appropriate. Have you paid your annual (laughs) guinea for that mustache? Yes. Okay. Well, fine. (laughs) It's punishable by death. I'll go to the house. Which is how television works in Britain. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, in what year did Australian judges vote to discontinue the wearing of wigs in court? Was it A, 1923, B, 2007, C, 1982, or D, 1882? 2007. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with 1882. I think the Australians were instantly like, fuck this. (laughs) Crap, well then I'm going with 1982. Uh, It was 2007, actually. Booyah. I I knew it was one or the other extreme. Yeah. Face. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I have one more, but I can I can keep uh, it. Brandon, do you have any more? I got a couple. Okay, let's hear them. Uh, <clears throat> All right, so going with the theme of things you do to your hair, uh, what country exports over $9 billion in hair each year, mostly to the United States, and to what use is it then put? Is this human hair? Yes. Okay. Uh, India and weaves. Yeah. Immediately, Mr. Virgo. Well done. <laughs> All right, my I follow, know my hair trivia. I think I, I, I think I got this one on you. I think <laughs> you can right. snap it immediately. Uh, Lanugo is a fine downy hair, different from the uh, normal hair you have on your head or body. It's not normally found on human skin, except in special cases like it's uh, often found on newborn infants, or um, it can be found in teratomas in those tumors. It sounds like a, a very good uh, material for Merkins. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, or like those girls who like have like tan skin, but they're blonde, and their face has like that hair on it. What are you calling it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe they're called Californians. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Lanugo. Um, I might be pronouncing that wrong, but that's how it's spelled. It can also uh, be induced here by certain uh, health conditions, and it can be helpful. And that health condition can be helpful in dis- diagnosing what mental disorder. Ooh. Rapunzel by proxy. <laughs> Go schizophrenia. That's a good uh, general purpose. <laughs> yeah. Or no, schizoaffective disorder. That's what everyone has who they can't figure out what they have. Uh-huh. 
I, I'm going to go with borderline personality disorder for the same reasons that, uh, that <laughs> Mr. And I'm going to go with narcissistic personality disorder. <laughs> yeah. It actually makes you hairier. Because <laughs> <laughs> you stroke your face in the mirror enough. I'm actually going to go with bipolar disorder. Oh, because yeah. it, I feel like we'll have full coverage that way. <laughs> that, that's good, but you're all wrong. It costs eighty nine dollars. It's a one of the results of chronic malnutrition, and it appears on people who are anorexic. Ah, oh. that's another fake out physiological psychological. Yeah, you tricked us. Yeah. Pass off there. Yeah, well, do I get partial credit? Because I think a lot of people... You did say Californian. Well, a lot of people with borderline personality disorder also have eating disorders. Eh? Sure, it's really important to me to get partial credit. I'll give you a point on the scoreboard yeah. that we're totally keeping. Someday Brendan will buy me half a beer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kristen, take us out. All right. Zinc, pyrethione, selenium sulfide, and... Harking back to a prior podcast, coal tar are all often used to treat what condition? Seborrheic dermatitis. Uh, what he said? Alopecia. Gray hair. But the answer is dandruff. Seborrheic <laughs> dermatitis is a form of dandruff. Okay. I, I was going to say, <laughs> might actually be synonymous with what... Mr. Atkins just said, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, no, I think I I've you seen all the ads on the All right. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's hair. That world. is hair. World, that is hair. BBC One. No. Uh, <laughs> well, I, wa I want to thank all of our, uh, all of our panelists uh, for being with us uh, and our special guest, Jess Rude, for yeah. coming down. Thanks from, for having me. From the icy wilds of, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't get a Cold War question. No, we don't. We, we don't do Cold War questions anymore. Oh, <laughs> I missed that memo. Yeah, I can't think. If I had something specifically about, um, I meant to look up a question about the band Haircut 100. Which and, I think we could probably call a Cold War. Question. I mean, Bryce and I've had amazing hair. Really? Oh yeah. I'd, I'd actually, I'd like to close um, by having each of us, uh, because this is a radio program. And, you know, we don't have the advantage of, uh, of the visuals, but I feel it's important for the listeners to know something about our hair. <laughs> so I actually want to ask each of our panelists to describe the hair of the person to their left. Uh, briefly. Oh, to the left. <laughs> uh, flowing blonde locks. <laughs> yeah. Um, wavy, um, you know, sometimes blondish, actually, but I would say brown. Solid brown, um, shorter, lustrous <laughs> locks. Uh, covered by a hat. Uh, long, flowing, <laughs> Fabio-esque. Um, really just a lot of good body. I just want to bury my face in it right now. <laughs> Mark and Brendan get five bonus points. Uh, Brendan has, uh, has short... Um, Fashionably scruffy at the moment. Um, very, very crisp, clean, and professional hair. You know, I probably have a lot more white hair than you do. Really? Yeah. By my last count. Oh, I don't buy it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just more hair. <laughs> it's not a fair competition. The show is produced by Kristen McCurdy and myself. Uh, thanks to all our panelists. Thank you, uh, listeners. Thanks yeah, to our host, yeah. Mike Sugarbaker. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Good night and good thanks luck. To our special guest. <laughs> yes. We've all forgotten your name now. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, that's not true. I never knew it. Our theme contains elements from the album, Waves of Energy, by Synthetics Energy. Our show is copyright 2011. All rights reserved.